Serco from Kansas City. She is a teacher, high school math teacher. She does photography, videography. She's got her hands in a lot of different things. And this is going to be a fun, unique chat that doesn't revolve around sports. And I'm really excited to have you in the studio. Welcome, Katie. Thank you for having me. Yeah. How are we doing today? It's Friday. so It I'm, is Friday. I'm thinking we're doing pretty good. Yes. Always good on a Friday. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've got to ask, have you ever been on a podcast before? No. It might be obvious. First timer. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I have a feeling you'll be a natural. Okay. We'll yes. find out. Yeah. So let's start things off by telling a little bit of your story, a little background. So you were born and raised in the Kansas City area? Correct. Okay. Can yes. you can you break in? Yeah. That? So I kind of been here my whole life. So I was like raised in like the Overland Park, Lenexa area. Um, went through to high school at a public school there, then went to KU, um, obviously, Rock um, and then <laughs> did four years here and then I got my master's here as well. So I did another year and a half, um, and then student taught locally and then now teach locally. So I have been here pretty much my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we think or kind of go into your childhood and, and youth, there's not so much of sports participation going on there as much as arts. Correct. Yeah. So I did sports in elementary school, t-ball and basketball. My my dad was the coach of those. And then when I hit like seventh grade, like middle school time, I dropped sports and did more musical theater and dance and voice lessons and all that stuff. So huge sports fan, like very involved in like student council. And I was like front row face paint. So I yes. appreciate sports. My dad's yes. a huge sports fan. Um, but as far as playing goes, I'm more of the, the cheer on mm. more than the player. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So you brought up your dad, and I think he's got a really kind of cool, unique side hustle. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So my dad's had a side business his entire life, um, or my, I guess our entire life. And um, he was also a teacher, actually. He's retired now, but he was a fifth grade teacher. <laughs> and then had a side hustle of selling and trading like sports memorabilia. So I think, like, my business side and sense comes from him a lot because I've seen him, like, throughout my entire, my entire childhood, like, just hustling on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he would bring home, like, really cool things, like, that he's like, potentially going to go sell. But I was like, keep it, Dad. And he's like, I'm not, this is not why I have a business. Like, right. you, you get it, and then you sell it. I'm like, oh, but for, like, a week we have it. And it's, like, displayed on our, like, mantle or whatever. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's really involved in sports and and every kind of sports. He knows history galore on all of that stuff. Yeah. So. He's the perfect trivia partner. Oh, for sure. Yes. 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 I love that. So uh, we've talked a little bit in the past about Gary Vaynerchuk, and he's one of my favorite followers on social media. And he talks a lot right now about hustling, kind of like your dad. He tells people to go on Craigslist. And on Craigslist, there's a place where you can click free. So people are just trying to get rid of things. And he says the best way to make money in 2019 is to go to Craigslist, go pick up the free things, put them on Facebook Marketplace, and you can make an extra thousand dollars a month. Really? Yeah. That is news to me. I know, and I haven't even I haven't tried it, but you know, I'm I'm gonna be a free agent in in a few months here, so I might yeah. have to start hustling on on Craigslist. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, I wonder if my dad knows that. No, you <laughs> might have to let him know. That might be his. <laughs> he probably does. Deal. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I've not heard that. That's yeah. interesting. I think so too. So. Um, I've got a question. When you were young, uh, what was it that you always dreamed of becoming one day? Oh, 
I wanted to be on American Idol so bad. Nice. <laughs> that was probably my first instinct. Okay. Um, yeah, I love singing. I was always into the singing shows. I am still into those singing shows. American Idol is so outdated, and I'm still like the one person that still watches it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Who so are the judges? Uh, right now is Katy Perry. Okay. And, uh, oh my gosh. some Blake country- Shelton? No, some country. That's voice. That's country. Voice. Oh my gosh, everyone's gonna make fun of me for this because I don't know country music at all. Um, Luke Brian. Brian. Okay. Yep. And then pop, um, pop Lionel Richie. So there's three oh, of wow. them. Yes. All right. Yes. So then the voice is the one that's super popular now, yes. and that's where Blake Shelton is. Adam yes. Levine. Does he still do yes. it? Yes. Okay. Good job. And uh, and there's <laughs> a female. There is Kelly Clarkson. Kelly season. Clarkson. Yep. Okay, so she transferred over from Idol to do yeah, the voice. Yeah, she uh, won Idol. Traitor. I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's probably what I really wanted to be. Um, but I also loved like anything in art, like anything related. I cannot draw for the life of me, but like videos and music and like photography and all that stuff. I love mm. all that stuff. So. So there was definitely some foreshadowing in your childhood. For sure. Yeah, I wouldn't have said that in eighth grade because it was like I was dead set on American Idol. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, growing up um, after that, so, like, college and stuff, I was getting really into photography for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to jump into the creative process a little later. Um, but I want to talk about teaching because that's kind of – that's your main hustle right yeah, now. Yeah, so that's, like, that. full-time job. That's a yeah. full-time job. Yes, correct. Um, so – did you, you probably didn't know that growing up that you wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a teacher also. I was thinking like sixth grade when I was little, like, oh, it's like little kids, but it's still like the oldest of the little kids and it's not one subject. So this would be really great. Yeah. And then no, like kudos to elementary school teachers. <laughs> I don't think I, that's not my, that's not my forte. Um, I definitely love high school. So yeah. So the high school is where I was at my, I remember my junior year, one of my math teachers um, was like found out that I wanted to be a teacher and I was going between history or math and he literally sat me down he's like do you want a job and I was like yeah he goes well then math and he was so right because I have so many friends who are like in the like social studies world and it's hard to get a job in there because there's so many of them um but math there's very few people that (laughs) get degrees in math and go teach it so usually if you're like if you like math you can make way more money in other fields Mm -hmm. so there's very few like secondary math like teachers because it's not that popular. <laughs> right. So yeah. you've got a lot of security and stability yeah. with what you're doing. Yeah, I think so. That's huge. Uh, so talk a little bit about what it's like working with today's youth. Okay. I think they get a bad rep. They do. Yeah, because they're like, oh, they're always on their phones and blah, blah. But like, I mean, they are. But so am mm-hmm. I. And <laughs> like, Very so true. I think, it's, I think so is my parents now. So I think it's just one of those things where it's, it's just society as a whole is now has technology. Um. But honestly, it, they are so fun. Like, I think that's why I love, like, so, so many people ask me if I would, like, stop teaching, if I, like, photography and videography, like, just really took off in a way that I could not teach anymore. Um, and I don't know the answer to that question because what a lot of what I get fueled by are, like, the students. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're just at an age where, like, they don't care to try stuff. And I love that because I think as you get older, it's always like, oh, that would be nice if and like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if and like they don't have that. They're not like paying bills. They're not, you know what I mean? So it's just like it's an interesting mindset because they are just fearless in lots of ways. And I love being around that. They're like, hey, let's go try this. I'm like, let's go do that. And yes. so it's very energizing. And I just I think that helps me in other aspects of my life because I get to be around that for like long periods of time during the day. So. 
totally. Yeah, so. I think that I would probably be the complete opposite. I, really? I think I would be so <laughs> exhausted from working with kids. But maybe, I mean, you never know until you try it. And for I think sure. elementary for sure is daunting. Yeah. Uh, little whippersnappers. But in high school, they, they really are young adults. Yeah, it depends on grade. So freshmen, they're still kind of new. They're yeah, like they're still young. 14, they still want yeah. yeah they still want to please you. They still want they like really like they raise their hand for everything and want to answer. And the seniors are more like, all right, like we know why we're here. So mm-hmm. just give us the notes and like we're good. But I can have like adult conversations with them. I can talk about college with them. So there's pros and cons to like all grade levels. But yeah, definitely high school is the the niche I like to be in. So. Yeah. So you talked about the bad rap that you get right now, and it's it's pretty clear. And yeah. People don't hide that at all. So sure. do you think that they are more entitled right now, whether it's because of technology or parenting styles, or do you think that's kind of an overplayed narrative? Oh, good question. Um, depends on the, the student. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think high school in general, and I don't know if it's recently, I think we might've been like that too in high school, but yeah. in the sense that like, they love being behind a cause and sometimes it's not because they're actually passionate about the cause. It's because they love being behind a cause. So right. it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's also kind of finding like, like, it's interesting because they, they, I don't know how to, yeah. So I forgot your original question now. <laughs> I was going to a side so, tangent. So kind of uh, like speaking to the entitlement and how everybody kind of calls kids right. today really entitled. Right. Do, do you think that's accurate? Um, fair? No. And I think it also just about building relationships. Mm-hmm. So the like the more you like care about a kid and they realize that like you're there for them. Mm-hmm. Like I have very little discipline issues in my classroom because I feel like I'm pretty lax on a lot of things. Like I... I don't care if they have their phones out when it's the time and place for it. I mean, there's definitely a time and place for everything. Um, if they have, like, a story about the weekend, like, I let them share that. Like, I'm just not a uptight teacher because that would drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I would hate teaching if I was, like, like picking every battle. Like, you just need to, like, let some things go and realize they're 14 to 18. And, like, sometimes they're going to say things and do things that you just have to be prepared for. Um, so I don't really think that that like they they might be entitled during some things it depends on how passionate they are about something sometimes yeah. they say things that are like you okay it's a learning experience like you're not going to get what you want by doing a b and c um but no i don't think they're as entitled as like the world thinks that they are in right yeah so it's <laughs> yeah. an overplayed narrative it, for sure yeah right on. for sure okay so what you were talking about there reminds me of a quote that i really love and it's that i love a good quote yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That kind of applies to, to kids these days, it sounds for like. Sure. And probably everybody, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how, you've talked about cell phones in the classroom, and it sounds like you're maybe a little more laissez-faire than some older teachers for would sure. be. Uh, but how is technology impacting education from a teacher standpoint? Sure. Um. Well, I teach math, so I am still all about, like, paper and pencil, erasing, yes. like, looking at it, doing scratch work over here. Like, I just think, I just love pen and paper. I think mm-hmm. there's something, like, really good about that. And, like, not everything I feel like needs to go to technology and right. things. Um, but, like, what I use it for a lot is during homework time, like, they can listen to music. I know I concentrate, like, so much better if I listen to music. Cool. They all bring their headphones. And, honestly, the classroom is silent. Perfect. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> so, it works for, like, both ends. Like, everyone's, like, usually being productive and, like, working on something because they're, like, in the zone. And it's, like, a very nice, quiet environment. So, it's just, like, I feel like it's a win-win. So, I 
am totally all about it. But I mean, if they can handle it, if they are just on their phones and not doing like their like problems, then mm. it's like you don't get your phone. So mm. it all depends. But usually like nine times out of 10, they're like, okay, I don't want my phone taken away. So I should do a couple of problems. Yeah. You know? So it all depends. But Absolutely. Use it to your advantage is my thing for 100%. sure. 100%. As a teacher, I would probably want to find ways to quiz and test online so I could get those sure. automatic gradings yep. going and save myself some time. Yep. And we're all switching. Like our whole school system is changing to a new like system next year. So I think we're going to be able to do more of that. So that'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. So looking forward, I know it sounds like you're very passionate about being in the classroom and working hands-on with students. Would you consider moving your way up to administration? Absolutely not. No. I think, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I think kudos to them. Where I'm so glad there are people that want to do that. I feel like that would suck the life out of me. Okay. Um, they deal with everything that I hate, like mm. discipline and test scores and data. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I love the students and I love like the interaction and I love like them like now finally getting that concept and like just like talking about their weekend or what their interests are, how the game went on Friday. Like, that's what I love, and that's what, like, I'm really passionate about. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm glad I can send them to something for, like, discipline or, like, testing. Like, that is just, that is just life-sucking to me. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, I love the self-awareness. Yeah, you yeah. knew that one. You Very like, hell for me to answer. no. No chance. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> cool. Well, we, we've touched on teaching, and, and we could dive deeper into that, but I'm really curious about, uh, your creative process sure. and your photography is it's immaculate and you've got Thank a you. studio now in Kansas I City do. so tell me a little bit about that and that process yeah so it's funny even seeing that because it seems like like I still feel like I have no idea what I'm doing mm -hmm. all the time um so like when I started probably eight years ago so um it just started with like me and my friends I always loved photography but I never have taken a class in it um, I just YouTube tutorials and working with people like way better than me is mm -hmm. how I learn like the best and yeah. the most out of it. But, um, yeah, so it started like eight years ago and it started with like all my friends who needed photos. Like everyone needs a photo for something, whether it's like their Christmas card or, um, a headshot cause they're an actor or singer. I know so many people in the theater world that like a lot of them needed headshots and things like that or business. So you need a headshot. Um, someone's getting engaged. Someone's having a baby. So right. I used to do like everything. Um, but I've really narrowed it down. I do not do everything anymore. And like my main focus is just portraits. Um, mm -hmm. so like seniors or headshots or like advertisement, like fashion, clothing, things like that. Um, and I think I got to that process because I found myself leaving shoots, either being super excited or like, oh, I'm so glad that's over. Mm -hmm. And for the shoots that were like, I'm so glad that's over. I'm like, probably shouldn't be doing those anymore. Right. Like, cause this is supposed to be fun. And yes. if it's life sucking, like then it's. It's not for me. So I've just geared it. I'm getting really good at saying no to things or like just sending them off to other people. Um, if I'm not like super passionate about like the project or what it is. So. Yeah, that's a huge life skill. Do you feel like early on you were a little bit more of a, a yes woman? Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because um, I just wanted like eyeballs on my work and I wanted like my name to be out there and Correct. I wanted them to reference me. And, and I think that's important. I think everyone should yeah. probably start doing like yep. start big. Um, and then once you get like your focus, people already kind of do know about you or know that you take pictures at least. Um, and then if they go to like your Instagram or whatever, they're like, oh, mainly portraits. That's obvious because like, that's like all I post. Yeah. I'll still do things on the side, but I don't really advertise them. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nice. So you mentioned YouTube tutorials. Yes. Are there any favorite channels that you have that would be valuable for people? Okay, my students are going to laugh at this because I also have a video productions class. I teach that as well as math. Nice. Yeah. So in my video class, like Peter McKinnon is a videographer and he is amazing. And my students, like literally one the other day was like, I think you have a crush on this guy. <laughs> and, I like, <laughs> so. and I was like, I think you're right. Like, yeah, because <laughs> I show his videos all the time to help teach a concept. Um, he is definitely one of my go-tos for sure. Um, and then besides that, it's just like logistics on how something works. I just find like the first like number one clip. Um, yeah. Nice. So the so fastest, nice. the shortest clip usually, because I'm like, I don't have all day. So I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. Anything that's like five minutes or four, four, no. four to maybe 10 minutes. No. Too long. No, those are too long for <laughs> oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Or I will click on it, and if it's like, I'll just use like the mouse and be like, okay, where does it get to the main screen? Okay, sweet. I hate all the intros. Like, hey, oh, guys. Like, I'm like, promotions. okay, we don't care. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, if the shortest one is five, I'll go with the shortest one. But, yeah. Nice. Maybe I'm <laughs> too impatient. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're also very busy. You have a lot going on, and, and it's understandable because time is money. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Very true. So, it's all fun busy, though. No so, doubt about yeah. it. I mean, I feel like everything you do, you're enjoying. I do. Or else I don't want to do it. Mm. And, of course, there's things with everything that you don't enjoy. Like, I hate grading. Like, I would prefer not going to staff meetings. You know, but, like, right. that just comes with it. But, yeah, for the most part, like, things, especially if I'm tacking it on to what I'm doing, like, it's all going to be fun or else I would not tack it on. So, right. Yeah. How about with editing? Okay. So... For me, I love podcasting, love mm-hmm. getting in the studio and helping somebody to share their stories and insights. But then when it comes to editing, sometimes that's something that I might procrastinate on sure. a little bit. For you, do you enjoy the editing process? I do. Um, I think that's why it's fun to narrow down what I'm doing because I'll leave a shoot, like having a couple images in my head that I'm really excited about and I cannot wait to load them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I like get those on my computer, I narrow down to like the few that like I really love. Like it's just like, super exciting to edit and then I to like ship it out so I enjoy the process video is kind of different yeah um it's a lot longer of a process because you have to like create a story it's not just like oh let's tweak this in here and the hair by fly away hair let's tweak that out right. it's like a lot more of like a encompassing whole story that you're trying mm. to create where like music's really important and like sound effects and, like all these different things right um and it's when you first start to or something's new it's really hard to like edit for 18 hours for like a 30 second clip and like you're yeah. like yeah this is brutal because you're youtube like tutorial like everything if you want it to actually be good mm-hmm. um and how and i tell my t- classes all the time like how important like layers are and the details like that's what sets you apart from someone who's new and amateur at something is like the little details that you like the common eye probably won't see but like as a whole separates you so it's like adding in sound effects. Like if you have like a car coming like down the street, don't actually use the audio. You put that in like later. Oh. And yeah, so there's all these tricks and trades to make it like a really clean sound. Mm-hmm. And you can make that really subtle. Or you can make that really like obvious. And just playing around with that is like super fun. But that takes time. Like every layer you add. But as a, if you want it to be quality, like it's going to take that time. Until you get really good at things and things will be faster. But at the beginning, it can take long periods of time for, like, a very short clip. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. We've got Rock Chalk Video here in Kansas Athletics. And, I mean, they make some of the best videos in all of sports. Yeah. For football and the men's basketball pregame video. I mean, that is, that's iconic. Yeah. And I've talked to some of those guys. And, I mean, there's been nights that I've left work at, even when we were preparing for some big events, 
12, 1 a.m. and you see their lights still on. For sure. They put in more hours than anybody else in the athletic department. Sure. And, and it's all about the shot. Like, yeah. they'll wait for the perfect time of day at, like, the perfect, like, area and the perfect setting to mm – -hmm. because that, like, speaks volumes later. Exactly. Yeah. And the cool thing about that is they don't have their name on it, nothing like that. Sure. They're, they're just these guys in the background and, you know, you push out the content. Yeah. But they're not out there. Um, seeking glory or anything sure. like that. Yeah. Which I, I really appreciate. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. It is. So um, we're talking more videography now. And how long have you been doing that? Photography has been eight years. Videography is a little less. Uh, yeah. It's a lot less. Um, uh, Like seriously doing it. Because I'm always on like side things. And there's so many things I have I've never posted. Um, I would say four years maybe. Yeah. But I have a class now. This is my first year teaching it. Yes. So it's really making me learn, like, tremendously. Because it is, it's it's way different to do it than it is to teach it. <laughs> so that's why I'm doing a whole bunch of things. Like, I'm finding YouTube tutorials. Because, like, they have examples. Like, right, why reinvent the wheel? When, like, this person explains it super well and gives you four examples. Like, yeah, we're going to use that. So, like, <laughs> and that's how I learned it also. And I'm there to help out for sure. But, um, and everyone can go at their own pace that way and things mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah, I'm, it's forcing me to really dive into video, which I love um, because I'm not teaching it. So, mm. it's hard. Yeah, that's, that's really good. I think there's a lesson to be learned in there. And I've heard it a lot since I got into teaching and education in that the best way to learn is to teach. Oh, for sure. Whether you're tutoring or teaching a class. And yes. I've I've struggled with that because a lot of times I will find a YouTube video or a lecture where it's like, okay, this is exactly what they need. Yep. Why should I go in front of the class? Why don't I just share sure. it and let them watch it? But then it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, am I just being lazy trying right. to take the easy way out here? For sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, it depends on what the topic is and what you're doing. Because if it's something they can rewatch and read like at their own pace and a video is really nice. Um, cause some kids might be like, yeah, we get this. Like I already have this experience and that's what's different too. People are coming to that classroom at very different ability levels. Mm -hmm. So it's me trying to like someone who's like teach someone who's like never use a program at all versus someone who's like pretty well, like equipped in what they're doing. So that's why videos sometimes are nice. Cause it's like, okay, you don't really need this. You can have this one, but you need to watch this like four or five times. Mm -hmm. So it's like nice to have like that diversity into absolutely yeah so what program are you using or platform for Prem videography premiere pro premiere pro. yes that's my the go-to yeah okay. is it pricey um they now changed it so you can't just buy it um you have to pay monthly now um for like life so it's oh my <laughs> yeah <gosh. laughs> so instead of like just buying the bullet and spending like I think it used to be like, I don't know, seven to $900. Um, it's now like, oh, don't quote me. I, don't know. I have packages. I have Lightroom too. Um, yeah. I think it's like 30 a month, okay, 20 a month, something yeah. like that. But I mean, I use it so much. It's like, it's well worth it. Honestly. Totally worthwhile. So, tax right off. So, you know, I can use it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's important. I can't do anything without that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. So, I mean, this is kind of off the cuff, but. How are you able to turn off with everything you've got going on? And it seems like there's probably always something to edit or create or work on. How, how are you? Yeah, on? it's hard. My <laughs> a couple of friends are like, you stress me out. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I exercise for sure. That mm -hmm. is one thing that like really helps me wind down. If I'm just like physically exhausted, then it's a lot easier to like turn like to like slow down. Um, 
I, I don't sleep very much, honestly. I don't. Wow. <laughs> like, um, not, like, purposely. And it's not that, like, I'm worrying about things, but I will sit there and just, like, daydream about things all the time. Um, But, yeah, exercise is key. And, but it's, like, I'm getting lost in this stuff, but it's, it's fun. Like, I can find myself and not, like, say I'm not promoting this as a good, healthy habit. But, like, if I get in the zone, like, I want to stay in that zone. So I'd rather not sleep and just get it done. So I can start a video at, like, an 8 o'clock. And I don't even realize, and it's, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> wow. But the video is almost done. So, really, it's, like, okay, I'm, like, I'm in the zone, so I might as well do it now than, like, 30 minutes at a time for, like, two weeks, you yeah. know? So, because um, sometimes it's hard to get in that zone when you're just, like, I don't know. I don't know where to start. And then once you start being, like, I go through a really long time where it's, like, this sucks, and this still sucks. You're, like, oh, wait, this is not that bad. That's, like, hour five, you know? <laughs> and then you're, like, you're right. and, and it turns into, like, okay, they can post this, you know? So it's like, but if you like interrupt that process, sometimes it's hard to go back and be like, get back in that zone that you're at. So mm-hmm. I kind of just like edit through. Yes. So. Flow state is super valuable. And yeah. there's a book called Deep Work by Cal Newport. He's a professor, I believe at Georgetown, maybe computer science, but um, he talks about the value of it and how it's like the number one skill in society, the like, ability yeah. to do deep work. And I think that's probably why, People abuse Adderall and Ritalin and all these sure. stimulants because that they basically get you into that flow state yep. um, unnaturally. Sure. So I, I can totally understand why it would be easier to just get into it for eight hours rather sure. than eight separate times try to get into it for right. an hour. That yeah. seems kind of yeah. like a total And price. I don't even know that I'm doing it. Like, I don't even realize that it's that time. So I'm not trying to purposely, like, oh, this is, you know, a better workflow. I'm just like, oh, it's four in the morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm doing it, like, not even, like, trying to do it for some good reason. I just get in the zone. And like, now that I know, it's, like, been eight hours. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's when you know you're living on purpose is when exactly. time is going by and you don't even realize it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You know you're having fun when time flies. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. for sure. Would you say that exercise stimulates creativity for you? Oh, for sure. That yeah. and driving and showers. Showers and, for yeah. sure. Yeah, shower <laughs> Any, thoughts. Yeah, anytime like you're forced to be there. I mean, exercising now, but like you're driving anyway. Like my main brain is like races. And um, yeah, I get a lot of creative juices flowing, if you will, um, while exercising. For sure. Um, I don't exercise every day. That'd be nice to. Mm-hmm. I'm way more active in the summer. Summer Katie is way more fun than school year Katie. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, so for sure. I think that helps a lot. And it is in every aspect. It helps me like eat healthier because if I'm exercising, I want to eat healthier. And that yeah. helps me sleep. And that helps. So there's it is like a cycling effect of like all good things. Like nothing bad comes from exercising. Like, yeah, no yeah. doubt. So I notice a common denominator. So exercise driving and showering during all of those experiences ideally for the most part Mm -hmm. we're not using our phones or technology that's so So true maybe that has something to do with our creativity that's very true and music can do that for me yeah very and i'm usually listening to music in all three of those settings Mm -hmm. so yeah so because yeah especially with videography stuff like i if i hear a song that i love like i am instantly like creating like a video behind it like and i just love like just going to that world like so i think that also helps depends on the song for sure um but yeah so that just helps like think of ideas and creative projects to do next and things like that how does it work if there's a song that you want to use you're really all about it but you don't know if that artist is okay with it yeah so there is this i um 
website got it from peter mckinnon um we go. thanks peter <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's um oh, i'm gonna botch it. i think it's epidemic sound i think that's the name of it and or sound epidemic i always get it confused i forget which words first mm-hmm. um and it's a huge like licensing like platform where you pay for that also obviously um, but you have access to like so many types of songs and it is incredible and sound effects. Um, and you can just type in a feel, a mood, a genre, and like you are instantly bombarded with like all these great songs. So, I mean, I don't use like Chainsmokers or like something that's popular, yeah. even though they they would make super sick videos with no that. No doubt about it. But um, yeah, but there's still awesome things and like that platform too. So that's my go-to. There's thousands of songs. So Love it. yeah. Nice. So we've touched on photography. We've touched on videography. I also want to touch on social media. Okay. Kind of a big thing these days. For sure. A lot of attention is being yes. paid to social. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on the power of Instagram in 2019? I love Instagram. Yeah. Um, I think it has a bad rep, and I think you can get caught up into it. So I think you have to make self-checks yes. <laughs> like every once in a while of like, all right. Sometimes you need detoxes, I feel like, from social Correct. media. But as a whole, I am so pro social media and um yeah, Instagram for sure. I that's where my portfolio is. Like no one goes door to door now is like, hey, here's my binder of photos. Like that's the first nine photos of your Instagram is the is people's first impressions. Mm. Um, so I am really like thought out on what those nine will look like. Like I think of my posts and threes um because you want to be aesthetically pleasing like when you go to that page like if you have like a lot of whites in one area and darks like I think about like all that stuff um and I'll delete things if it like doesn't split the flow so I have try to have like a quote or a video like in the middle so it's like if for my type of stuff that I use it for which is like literally art and photography I feel like you need to make that page look artistic um, cause I think people can tell very easily that you've like just slapped some photos on there or like mm. you and your friends, like mine's strictly a business page. I don't have any of like me and my friends and things like that. Um, but yeah. And it's a great way to network. Like yes. it is insane. Um, I meet people all the time, not just in Kansas city, but I'll travel a lot. And I literally just like post something on Instagram. My friends who are out in LA or New York will just tag their friends, their friends tag their friends. And I will shoot while I travel. And it is amazing. Like people that will like come out and be like, oh my gosh, I need a headshot. I'm going to LA. Everyone needs a headshot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everyone needs photos from something. That's why you're in LA. Right. Um, All like in New York city, everyone needs like theater photos or their bloggers or their whatever, fill in the blank. And even in Kansas city. Um, So, and I've met so many cool people. So many of my really good friends I met being like, dude, love your work. Let's collaborate. And like, it sounds great. Come like meet me at on Tuesday. Like, and I love it because being around that energy, like fuels me. Mm. Um, Cause they're not like, oh, that'd be cool one day. We're like, yeah, sounds great. Tuesday, you know? So like, <laughs> so I love that. Cause it's like, it's actually happening. Yes. Um, Cause a lot of people are like, oh, that'd be cool one day. But like they set dates and like, right. and that fuels me and that makes me want to set dates and like reach out and some really cool things have happened to me just by reaching out and asking. So, yeah, I am so pro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's another thing that Gary Vee talks a lot about is the power of DMs. So he says that every day you should be DMing 100 people in the industry that you want to work in. Nice. People that, so if you have 1,000 followers, you should be DMing people with 10,000 followers or 100,000 followers. And he's like, and guess what? Only one or two people is going to respond, but that one opportunity 
could be what propels you to the next level. Yep. Give you your next opportunity. Yep. And I've seen that happen. Like I, that I've experienced that and it's insane. Don't get me wrong. I have definitely have people where I reached out and like, I am, I've been seen. It shows it on Instagram, but yes. they have not replied. So, um, you feel silly <laughs> a lot, but yeah. it's that one or two people, like a prime example. This is two weeks ago. There's a girl from Kansas city. He was on the voice. Um, this current season of The Voice. Wow. And, of course, I watch The Voice. Um, yeah. So she was telling her story, and she was like, oh, yes, I'm from Kansas City. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Literally, it was, like, midnight. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I wonder if she still lives in Kansas City. So I literally found her on Instagram, DM'd her, and I was like, hey, I saw you're from Kansas City. I love your music. Love your vibe. I'm a photographer from Kansas City. Would love to, like, work with you. Long story short, the next day she immediately replies to me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be in Kansas City. I live in Nashville now, but I'm going to be in Kansas City. Um, Gave me her cell phone number, and I'm going to shoot her concert on Friday. No way. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, what? Like, I literally was like, I'm just expecting this to be one of those other ones. Like, yeah, I'll send it out so I can say I did it. But, like, they might reach out. They might be like, oh, cool. Thanks for letting me know. But, like, leave it at that, you know. But she was, like, on it. She's like, I love your work. I love your... So that's what's cool, too. When you have work to show, they can instantly go there and go, okay, does she do video? Okay, here's her latest latest video. Do I dig that? Do I not dig that? And then they'll want to work with you or not. So that's instant, like, portfolio looking at. So then you can book gigs if you need to. So it's awesome. So cool. Where's the concert at? Um, It's at the Boulevard Brewery in uh, Kansas City. Awesome. So, yes. So she, been there. Yes, she is. And she is so talented. Like, and she is so fun. And that makes me really excited because, like, she has, like, lots of followers. And I'm just, like, a person that's reaching out and saying, hey, I shoot video, like, video yeah. and photos. And she, like, instantly wanted to work with me. And I was, like, okay. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> like, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need those every once in a while to remind yourself, for sure. No doubt. Because... Failure is not fun. Uh-uh. It's good. It helps us grow. We can learn from it. But the moments like that where you realize that, okay, everybody is just a human. You exactly. know, at some point you might be on that level and it might be a brand new photographer reaching out to you. And then you're gonna be like, you know what? This girl gave me a shot back in the day and it helped me to get here. And yes. now I'm gonna do the same thing. I think about that all the time because I would not be where I'm at if I did not have so many people to help me. Mm. And even things like I don't I have such a good 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 friends in Kansas City. Like one's like my friend Travis. And like I will annoy him to the fact I think I'm annoying him. He's super nice, so he would never say that. But like I like, hey, what kind of light should I get for my studio? Cause I know nothing about gear. Like I wish I could be like, oh, you buy this and this is the light you need. But like I don't know any about that. I never went to school for that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know my camera really well, but I like am terrible at like gear lingo and like all of that. And he's been like nothing but patient and like sending me things like, hey, but what about this? And like so he's like helped me out a great deal with just like gear stuff. So like I've had so many people help me. So, like, I would so the moment, like, either my students or someone's like, hey, I would love to, like, learn. I'm like, come with me to the shoot. Like, because that's huge. That is huge. Yeah, I love that. So, I want to talk about that a little bit sure. and the relationship that you have with a lot of your students. You know, I think it's, like you've always said, it's it's very professional, you mm-hmm. know, but you're, you're like a mentor to them, like almost a, maybe a mother figure or just that really cool aunt. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be a cool aunt. I like yeah. that, yeah. Um, hip older sister. No. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah for sure. <laughs> just joking. Um, yeah, no, it's funny because I also am the student council and pep club sponsor there. So I know a lot of these kids like growing up, like they are, I had them freshman year and now they're seniors and they're going to KU or something. So we'll talk about that and mm-hmm. um, or just college in general. 
Um, but yeah, the moment like they're especially my film class now because they're super passionate about things I'm also really passionate about. Um, so I invite students like to my studio all the time. There was like a big open house meetup, and I had a handful of students come to that. Um, and this Sunday, I'm meeting with two of them just to like help like work with camera stuff. And one student might be buying my camera, like so. Yeah, so I am so pro. Like, I mean obviously strictly professional but a lot of the students have my number yeah um but all of it's just like hey where's the meeting and like and nothing's like unprofessional but um yeah so it's really I have actually been in contact with a lot of my students like I get coffee with some of my students who are now like seniors in college and things like that um just because like we have a similar like interest and like I love watching them grow and and if I could help in any way like I would love to be like a lifelong mentor for you so it doesn't stop like senior you're like oh been real fine bye like um because I have so many people in my life that like it like I and that's what social media is awesome for too I can like see them grow like in their photos and what they're doing now and for sure I think too many people have the old school mindset that that's inappropriate or something like that but some of my favorite teachers from high school, like one, he and I text almost on a weekly basis. Yeah, that's awesome. He's always checking in, supporting me. Um, there's others that I'm connected to on Facebook. And, and that's something that's tricky to navigate even in my position with student athletes. Like just, mm-hmm. he, I think earlier today, a student athlete followed me on Twitter and it's just like, okay, it's not like they're done being a student athlete here. Exactly. But you know what? It's social media. It's, it's a beautiful platform yep. and it's a really cool way to support each other. There's no reason for me not to to follow them back and, for and sure. follow their life. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too because like throughout education classes, it's always like build relationships and like let them know you care. So like that stops when they graduate. Like mm. you know, it's just weird. Right. It's like, um, yeah, for life, right? Isn't that kind of the point of yeah. like any relationship? <laughs> That's what bums like, me out about college is that you know universities have students come they take a lot of money from these students and they and they do provide value in the form of education for those four years but Mm -hmm. then afterwards there's no accountability to helping them find jobs or anything like that and unless you built a really strong relationship on your own time and energy with a professor or something like that you might just be off on your own and yeah and I think that is something that needs to change moving forward yeah I so agree with that yeah because I don't I don't yeah there's very few professors that I'm like yeah, we bonded. It's a, it's a couple. I have for sure. I have a couple that are like were amazing. I also had them like four or five times mm-hmm. um, because they were not because I failed because they, <laughs> like, because they teach like the same like all the classes I need for like my major. Right. Um. But yeah. So there's a handful. But yeah, it's not like high school for it's sure. It's not at all. Yeah. No. Well, this is this has been fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed this talk. <laughs> I've got a little rapid fire oh, set up for us. Okay. Uh, ready you ready i think so okay we'll find out let's roll with the best book you've read in the past year oh this is gonna be sad i don't think i've ever finished a book that i read um (laughs) (laughs) um one of my first go-tos i actually saw a student reading this this is why and it was just seemed intriguing it was uh you're a badass nice and i was like i for some reason i was like i like that title of the book and she let me borrow it and then i think that's probably my the first one i could think of so I'm going to go with that one. Cool. Yeah. You should read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck oh, by Mark Manson. That it's an incredible book about values. Already sounds amazing. Yeah, really <laughs> Just good like book. the title. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yes. All right. What is, uh, what's a guilty pleasure of yours? Oh, The Bachelor. The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Every Monday. It is a tradition. I, my friend and I watch it. We've done it since high school. 
um, which is actually really funny because we'll still go to my friend's parents' house to watch it because that's where we went in high school and her mom watches it with us and she makes us brownies and we have treats and we watch it every single Monday. That sounds amazing. Yep. And there's times like my friend's not there and I will still go over and hang out with her mom and we'll still watch it. (laughs) Like it's tradition. Like you do not miss Monday. Um, So I think that's definitely probably the one I can think of. That's fair. (laughs) Right on. You get a couple of guilty pleasures in there. Your brownies and the bachelor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not eating healthy and yeah. The bachelor. I'm not proud of it, but it's so addicting. It's all good. You deserve it. Uh, Favorite concert you've ever been to? Ooh. Pentatonix is really awesome. They're Ooh. amazing. Um, Sarah Burrell is my girl. She is super funny in concert. I've seen her like three or four times. Andy Grammer is awesome. Mm. Um, probably those three. Yeah, One Republic was probably one of the most like one of the coolest ones because they're I just love all their music. Yeah, and they're good performers. But it takes a lot for me to go to a concert. So if I'm going, I like already love them. That so makes sense. I don't sense. really think I have a bad concert. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. I'm <laughs> yeah. in the same boat. Yeah, and your brother's a big concert goer he, too. Oh right? yeah, and he'll go by himself and he'll go to thing like he doesn't care. He's all about the music. That's for so sure. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. love that. What do you miss most about living in Lawrence? Uh, everything. Oh. Um, <laughs> I love Lawrence. Anytime I have an excuse to come up here, I'm like, absolutely. Um, my floor of my dorm freshman year was like the coolest people ever. So it's always one of the things like, could I live back in Lawrence? Like, yeah, but it would not be the same because the people aren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just campus, just walking around, everyone wearing a KU shirt. And like, especially when it's like game day, like it is just so school spirited here. And I love that because I was front row face paint when yeah. I was in high school, you know. <laughs> um, I just love the campus. I think it's beautiful. I just, basketball season, I just love all of it. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. We're experiencing that this week. Tomorrow is the spring football game. Nice. We got big Rick Ross coming to town. Nice. So it's uh there's a really good buzz and energy around campus yeah. right now. You can feel it. You can feel oh, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we could get you back on. Oh yeah. Anytime. It's huge. So we are I already kind of alluded to this earlier, but how do you recharge when not working and doing your side hustles? Outside of exercise? Um, I recharge with just being around people. Yeah. Like, I am 100% an extrovert. Um, that's probably very obvious to lots of people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just love this. Like, just talking mm-hmm. and, like, picking apart people's brains. Like, why do you think that? And what do you feel about this? And, um, yeah, I traveling a lot. I like traveling. Um, I always just like having a next thing lined up. Um, so just being excited about other things. Like I can really like relax once I like feel like, all right, I did put my work in today. And American Idol is also one of those things. Like any music in general, like I can just tune out and zone in if it's just like something I'm super interested in. So I can relax. Um, It (laughs) is possible. Some people don't think that I can. Um, But yeah, if I'm excited about it, like I just feel I'm energized by it. So that could in 100% is like my friends and family and people. Mm -hmm. So I love that. How about your favorite podcast outside of the Get Stark podcast? Oh, of course. (laughs) Um, Dare to be Legendary is the one that I'm on right now. And it's uh, he interviewed one of my favorite videographers, Matt Como. And I've been listening to all of this guy's. I forgot the actual host's name. Um. But <laughs> I has been going through his podcast for sure because he is super like energized and everyone he has on is usually in the creative field and I just like latch on to that. So mm-hmm. that's probably my at least my most current 
one. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. sent me that episode, which was amazing. Yeah. It was so really good, inspiring. Right? I sent that to students. I'm like, listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really valuable. Yeah. No doubt. How about your go-to adult beverage? <laughs> Wine, for sure. Wine. Yeah. Red or white? Red, for sure. Okay. Yep. Um... Yeah, my old roommate, also a cousin, she, like, was super into, like, wine, and I, like, she knows, like, all about it, though. I don't know anything about it. I'm just, like, the cheapest red. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, for sure. Because it's just, like, it's just relaxing. You can have, like, and we also have that on Bachelor Mondays now, now that we are able to drink. Oh, wow. So that's also added addition. Red wine, brownies, Bachelor, Uh that's quite the night. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so fun. Um, Yeah, that's for sure my go-to. Right on. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's just about time for one of those adult beverages. It's, yeah. it's almost five o'clock on, on Not a Friday. Not Monday, but yeah. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katie, I appreciate you driving down to Lawrence to, to connect for this. This has been really fun, and hopefully we can do it again sometime for and sure. dive even deeper into your creative process. And um, I appreciate all the advice you've given me on photography. I'm trying to for pick sure. up my hustle with that. I love it. We'll do a little shoot this coming Sunday in yep. Kansas City, Yep. which I'm stoked for. So exciting. But, um, do you have any final words of wisdom for the listeners? Oh, gosh. That is so broad. Um, I know it is. I'm sorry. No, it's good. Um, or plugs. Or plugs. I would just say if it fuels you, just keep doing that. Like, you don't have to be good at it, like, especially immediately. I just think it's so important to do what you love. I don't know. So if it doesn't, if you don't love it, like, get it out of your life. I don't know. Amen. Yeah. Including people. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Sometimes you have to weed them out, and that's okay. Yeah, it like, is. Yep. Yep. Heck yeah. So what's what's your gram? What's your website? Photography? Oh, so it's just K Maserko. So my last name. So M-E-S-E-R-K-O. Um, and then all my website and all that stuff is on that page. So if you go there, you can find everything. So. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been fun. You bet. Thank you all for listening. We will catch you next time. Bye-bye.